Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just bless you and honor you. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Father, we just bless you. Let's just lift our praise to him. We bless you, Jesus. Father, you're our Savior. You're our healer, our deliverer. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, that you're a healer, that you're a deliverer, that you break the bondages of the enemy over people's lives, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that it is your power, your ability. Father, it is your grace. It is your anointing that destroys yokes and removes burdens. It is your power. Lord, our faith in your ability is what causes an activation or a manifestation of that grace. So, Lord, we do. We declare you are holy, which means no, anything evil cannot stay in your presence. Now, what I mean by that is this is that as far as evil goes, anything that is of the enemy is evil. So the scripture says that Jesus went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So you may have something going on in your life that is uh, of the nature of the enemy, so it steals, it kills, or it destroys in some way, form, or fashion. That would be considered evil. And so when the Lord shows up, you have to remember this. When the Lord is ministering by his word and by his spirit, you have to remember this. He's not looking to destroy the person. He's looking to destroy the evil that the enemy has attempted to attach to the person. So God, you know, people sometimes say this. He's able to separate the sin uh, from the person. So when God looks at you, he understands what sin is. But do you know why God is so vehemently against sin? It's not because he just is just is in this violent hate of sin. He's against it because it kills you. It steals from you. The scripture says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So anything that's of his nature that would be operating in your life or is attached to you in some form or fashion, that would be the enemy's work. The Lord wants to remove that. So the scripture says that the anointing, which is the power of God or the Holy Spirit, his presence here in the room, removes a yoke or a burden of the enemy. Do you know that you and I don't have to take into ourselves the evil that's on somebody else so they can be free? Do you know that Jesus took it into himself so that you could be free? Now, this is what you will always run into when you, when you talk this way. People will reason in their minds why they're not worthy. 
And when you do that, God's not mad, but what you actually do is you stop believing. Now, it's an interesting thing that we have to deal with because we, people are aware that they have sin in their lives or that the enemy is doing something in their lives. But you've got to understand the sin issue has been dealt with in Jesus. So what does that mean? That means you don't have to be perfect to come before God. Because Jesus was. And you say, so what do I have to do? You have to put your faith in Jesus. So under the old covenant, we've talked about this before. They would bring a lamb for sacrifice before God. In the temple, the, the priests would, would, would uh, slaughter these lambs or sacrifice these lambs on behalf of the sins of the people because the spilled blood covered the sins under the Old Testament. So what would happen is, is this, is, is the person would bring a lamb to the priest. The priest would then inspect the lamb to see if the lamb had any defects. Listen now. The priest did not inspect the one who brought the lamb. He inspected the lamb. God inspected Jesus. He already knows you're messed up. That's a word of the Lord. He already knew I was messed up. So in regards to the Lord ministering to you concerning physical healing, a mental issue or torment, is there somebody, I'm going to come back to that one because I may have to minister to somebody there. Um, In regards to uh, uh, feeling, uh, removing shame off of your thought process. It comes through knowledge of the word, of course, but the spirit of God wants to minister to you. And when he does, he's not looking at your performance. When God goes to move in your life, he looks at the lamb and he says, perfect. On the other side of the lamb, he sees you And all he's looking for is faith. All he's looking for is belief. All he's looking for is faith. And faith is easy. It's as simple as I believe. Well, if the Lord's holy, doesn't he want us to be holy? Yes, he wants you to live holy. But why does he want you to live holy? So that the enemy doesn't have an inroad into your life to steal, kill, and destroy. Now watch. Under the old covenant, the the blood of an animal was shed. It covered the sin. But then the next year they had to come back and shed more blood. And then the next year they had to come back and shed more blood, right? Jesus shed his blood once. And it didn't just cover your sin. 
it annihilated it. It, it, Jesus' blood is so powerful and perfect that God can't even remember what you did wrong. Oh, I feel faith in the room. I sense it. Now, I want to deal with something specifically here um, because I feel like I'm supposed to minister to somebody. So is there is somebody here... Now, this is a, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to narrow this down, okay? Because sometimes, you know, people, whenever we call for prayer or something, for one, I have little to no altar space. Um, if I need to, I'll come to you. But I don't want, this is something specific. You feel, I'm going to use this word. Uh, maybe I don't want to use that. What's a better word, Lord? Like you cannot grab a hold of your mind. Like it will not stop. Your, your mind is just all the time. Just flying. Do, do you understand what I mean? I am not going to use the word, word the world uses for that. Because that's not what's... There's, there is something that I need to break off of you just by the laying on of hands and the Spirit of God. Now, this is not a lot of people, okay? This is not, you know, you know you're, you're bugged about something or this is you feel like your mind is just um, almost zinging, like uh, just be in faith here. I need to put the right adjectives to this. Almost like it's buzzing or... And it's constant. It's like it's not shutting down. Are there a few of you here like that? Maybe just a couple? Okay. We got three. All right. I'm just going to, ushers, if you'll help me here. If you'll come down whatever aisle you're closest to, just come out and come down. And I'm going to pray for you. And then uh, I'm just going to have you, you know, sing and worship and all that stuff. And Heidi and I are going to minister to you. It, it just like a... Uh, it... So, I, I don't want to use the word that the world used because that's not what the Lord's declaring over you. We can minister to him and move him one at a time. Yeah, just in case. So, um, now don't come down if, it's, if you want. It's for this only, okay? I know sometimes we, we have mass uh, lines. but And what I'm going to do is just lay hands on them. What I want you to do is worship and be in faith with me. Okay? Because it's the anointing that destroys the yokes. Amen? And we, as we cooperate in obedience by the leading of the Spirit of God with the written Word of God, which is, that's what this is, and we minister to those who need ministry, uh, whether they're brothers and sisters in Christ or whether they don't know the Lord or not, as we minister to them, corporately as we're in faith, the anointing comes in, and what the enemy has worked on for years in physical issues because of maybe previous lifestyles or even just soul issues where there are, there are uh, strongholds in the mind, the Lord will come in and the lightning of heaven will go whack and kill that thing of the enemy. And then, now I know this because I've experienced it. And he regrows brain cells. I mean, I fried me some brain cells. 
before Je this was before Jesus, right? Before Christ, it was BC, you know? <laughs> So if you're up here, I'm just going to ask you to do this. Close your eyes and lift your hands to the Lord. You're going to receive from him. And I'm going to minister. We're just going to go down the line. And the ushers are going to help you guys uh, because they're helping me. Um, and so they may move you out from right the front here and just try to get you to the side a little bit. But if you're, if you're out there, you're going to worship with joy, but you be in faith. Amen. Come on, faith people. Yeah, here we go. We're believing God. You were, you are, and you'll be 
do one more thing here. Um, those of you that come to Tuesday prayer, um, I felt this for a little bit, uh, the 10 a.m. prayer. I felt like the Lord has wanted to uh, increase the burden for billings on that prayer team. And uh, years ago, um, do you know around here we're not stuck with schedules? Okay. How many of you feel God in the room? There's, we, as a group, now if you need to sit down, you can sit down. Maybe you don't have Pentecostal legs. Maybe you got Lutheran legs or Baptist legs. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you just. That was so funny, I forgot what I was saying. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Tuesday morning. So years ago, I was in prayer school. Uh, with Jim Hockaday. Jim Hockaday will be here in November again. We're having him in, but, uh, and he had a burden to lay hands on. Do you know that gifts can be imparted through laying on of hands? You know, Paul told Timothy to stir up the gift of God that was within him, and it came through the laying on of hands of the elders. So actually, and I don't have time to teach on this, but the laying on of hands is actually a doctrine in the church. Now, you don't see it ever practiced hardly except for in particular groups, but it's a, doc it's a doctrine in the church. Paul talks about it as a doctrine. But uh, I watched him call up people that were called the foreign nations. And uh, he said, the Lord is going to give you a greater burden for that nation. And burden doesn't mean depression. It means your heart is there. So I don't know if you know this, but my heart's in Billings. I mean, I've been asked to go to other countries. I've been asked to, uh, you know, uh, be a part of things in other nations, which I'm not against doing, but my heart's not there. Now, I could go there and minister to those people, but I look around Billings and I go, there are plenty of lost people around here. Sometimes people can get so other-world-minded that they forget where they're at. But those who come on Tuesday for prayer, and this is, this is not something to take lightly. Now, this, you, ha you, you have to have at least attended one Tuesday prayer to respond to this altar call, okay? Um, and you, you know the Lord has asked you or you know the Lord's impressing you to have a greater burden for the Billings area, for this church, for this. And that's a part of what you know. I want you to come. Now, ushers, you're going to have to help me on this because it could be five or ten, you know, at least. So I want you to come, and I'm just going to lay hands on you, and then Joy's going to worship again, and God's going to do what he does in the unseen. And, uh, but you'll feel it. <laughs> you'll feel it. So um, you'll have to stop them. You can't just, you're going to have to gatekeep them because I can't have everybody, and i got to have catchers. Not that they all need to fall, but just I need to... I need to be able to control it because I have no altar space. In the name of Jesus, my buildings are coming. <laughs> I should say it this way. Our buildings are coming. <laughs> 
So we're believing God for bigger, but we got to do that. Amen. All right, so we're going to lay hands on them, and uh, you guys can just lift your hands. As soon as you get up here, you, you know what to do, your prayers. So don't, I don't need to instruct you. You get in the spirit and stay there. All right. Holy, holy, holy Lord, and God
Thank you, Jesus. You know, you can, uh, the whole, when the Holy Spirit decides what he wants to do, uh, where's Josh Kroll? Josh, come here. You want to share that vision you had last week? Oh, yeah. Is this on? It's on. Okay. Yeah, yeah this was powerful. Um, I battled. I battled uh, with God while uh, I was sitting in the row over here last weekend about coming up to share this. But uh, Joy was up here, and she was singing in the spirit. And my eyes closed and very new to this. So I really didn't understand what was happening, but I just closed my eyes and I could see that in the spirit, we weren't in this room, that as a group, we were on top of a mountain all together and, and, and we were singing in the name of Jesus. And every time we proclaim the name Jesus, this, sh uh, this shot of glory and light would just explode in unison from this mountaintop as, as we proclaimed his name, right? And it was almost like a camera as, as I'm seeing this and we're above the, the clouds and, and this, this glory shot going out into the universe and the camera pans back and I see across the whole world, we have these mountains reaching through the cloud tops and we're all in unison, praising Jesus, shouting his name and his shots of glory going out into the universe all together, worshiping at the same time, 
all across this world. And the camera pans black, pans back again. And I look into the heavens and you can see just legions and legions of angels worshiping the Lord. And we're all in unison. We're all proclaiming the name of Jesus and, and just this amazing shot. And so what led into this too, and I didn't share this with you, but this was what brought me, you know, it choked me up is, is there was a vision also of the cross, right? And it was Jesus was there and, and, uh, and uh, Jessica shared uh, in that weekend before about, about Jesus. He didn't want to die, but he knew he, he, he was doing it for us, right? And, and, and so I seen Jesus there and he was praying like, take this cup from me. And it wasn't, but he went willingly because he looked at the cross and he could see me on the other side. It, I was standing there, me personally was there and Jesus seen me through the cross and he went forward to that death for me, for you, for all of us. So that was that. Was that. Thank you, Lord. Stay with me. So why don't you just sit down for just a second. So I want to do this right now with that, uh, that being said. If you just bow your heads and close your eyes. Maybe you're here and you've never really given your heart to the Lord. And, uh, you know, this isn't necessarily three points and a conclusion. But it is the Holy Spirit's way of ministering and preaching at times. And so we want to give you that opportunity. You don't want to walk out of here and not know Jesus. You don't want to do that. Uh, eternity is at stake. And uh, so we want to give you an opportunity to receive Christ uh, and to receive him as your Savior and your Lord. He died for you. Just like Josh shared that he went on the other side of the cross, or he saw you on the other side of the cross. And the scripture says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, Christ did. What was that joy? That was seeing you as his child. He endured hell so that you wouldn't have to go there and you could be, he could be in you and you could be with him forever in eternity. And so, uh, if you're here today and you've never received Christ or you think, you're, you're thinking, man, I, I have, but I need to dedicate myself at a higher level here. Uh, I just want you to raise your hand where you're at. And we'd love to pray with you. I just want to give you that opportunity. Thank you, Lord. You've never received Christ. Thank you, Jesus. I'll be patient for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, you can go ahead and lift your heads. Thank you. I just felt that strongly. And I want to say this, and I, I do believe... Yeah, I'll take that. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Love you. I want to say this. Even if you're watching online and you've never given your heart to the Lord, you can let us know and we'll be in contact with you. But if you're here and you never have or you're not sure, you need to make that decision. 
Now, I can't make it for you, but um, I'd be a poor Christian if I didn't tell you. Amen? So what's happening then in the spirit, just to shift gears a little bit, is God is continuing to prepare us for what he's going to do in this area. Now, I am all for all the other moves. I am all for, because we live in a world where uh, today where you don't need to have a TV subscription to get your message across. And I'm so thankful for it. Do you know the internet is the greatest uh, gospel net that's ever been discovered? I mean, it was here all along, but we've had to discover things over time, you know? And there are moves of God happening right now all over the world. They're happening all over the world. And I am, I support them. I love them. God bless them. God speed to them. All of that. But we have a responsibility where we, we are. Sometimes when people here go into all the world, they think, oh, I got to go to China. Nope. Turns out there's Chinese people in Billings. Come on. Come on. There's, there's Irish. There's Scottish. There's all the world is in Billings. So don't, don't think, oh, you know, if we had something like they had over there, or, then that's it. No, we can't do that with this. We have to cooperate with the Lord where we're at. And every day you're running into people that need Jesus. Every day you're working with people that you know are not saved. Are they on your prayer list? Are you praying for your coworkers? Are you praying for your neighbors? Yeah, I'm praying they'd move. Well, <laughs> pray that they would get saved first. Listen, Heidi and I's neighbors knew we were saved. It made some mad. It made others want counsel. We were, we, we, they knew we were saved. Well, it's because you're a preacher. No, it's because I'm a Christian. It wouldn't matter if I was, uh, long before I was ever a preacher, I was preaching Jesus to people. If you need evidence, you can ask my father-in-law. I worked with him from the moment I got, pretty much within a few months after I got saved, I started working for him. And we preach Jesus. Me and Mike were on a job one time, and this was a long time ago. We were younger. And I was skinnier. I don't think he's changed at all. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> we were playing. They had one Christian radio station at that time. When I first got saved. One. Guys, you know what we have now in Billings? I mean, pick. Not to mention all the other. Anyway, we had one. And we were working on this job. And we'd turn on. And it was, sorry to you Baptists that are in here. We called it ABAD. Because it was all Baptist all day. <laughs> and we're spirit-filled buggers. You know what I mean? So we're, we're like, well... But it was Christian music. It wasn't secular music, right? 
And so we turned it on and the contractor came in and shut it off or turned the channel. I think he shut it off. And so then he left and we turned it on again. And guess what he did? Came in and shut it off again. It irritated him. See, even the Baptists have the anointing. But anyway, <laughs> so my point is, is that we are witnesses everywhere we go. You are. You are a witness. Um, Heather, how long ago did you give your heart to the Lord? Eight months ago? Do you know how many people Heather has brought to this church? Now, so, and she preaching Jesus everywhere. And the people that have been if affected by her and by Haley and Tyler, you know, Haley, she came to a meeting that Heidi had, our glorious Christmas event for women's. It was probably how many years ago? Three? 2018? 2019? 2018. And then we didn't see her for how many years? Three. And then she married Tyler. Tyler went to a church in Miles City where we're connected with. Then he moved to Billings. He married Haley, and they're here now. And they've been serving the Lord for, I mean, it's, you don't have, you're, you don't have to be theologically completely accurate to share Jesus. You can just say, well, I was one way, Jesus came into my life, and now I'm different. Now, for those of you that have been saved for 30 years and you don't have that fire, you need to get on your knees. You need to spend time with God because I don't care where I go. If I hear, if I see the slightest crack in a door of opening up to share about Jesus, I'll do it. I don't care, Johnny Kanoski, where are you at? I don't care if I'm in the bathroom, I'll preach Jesus. Because <laughs> there's more we could say about that, but we won't. <laughs> the fire of the Holy Ghost. Lord, fill your people with fire. The fire of God falling on everyone here. Everyone watching online, the fire of God, like Acts 2, the fire of God burning within us and annihilating everything of the enemy to where we are salt and light everywhere we go. You just walk by somebody and they go, I'm, I taste salt. They won't say that. They'll say, what is it? What do you have that I don't have? Amen. Amen. So. <laughs> oh. The fire of God. I have a building report and everything. I'll just say this. Well, we'll do it this way. 
uh, ushers, if you want to bring the buckets up, you get a fire offering today. And we're going to close with this because it's time. But <laughs> that doesn't mean that you, that you don't carry God. God's not going with you. You, you carry him wherever you go, right? I said, you carry him wherever you go, right? I know, I know. The, listen, if I can stand up here and not look at the ushers laying out buckets, you can too. <laughs> so, like, did you see how they did that? My goodness. There's how you give. You should do it. Because you're not giving to us. You're giving to the Lord. I'm so excited about Jesus. I mean, I got saved in 1999. I was raised in church, but I really got saved in 1999. People thought I was crazy then. Now they think I'm real crazy. And yet I keep meeting all these other people that say, I want what you got. And then they fall in love with Jesus and they tell somebody about Jesus. We come together and we meet and the fire of God hits the room. And God imparts his graces and angels show up. Bodies are healed. Minds are set free. We study his word and we walk in the light. We get so full of who he is. That we glory in his presence. Did you know? That Paul said in 1 Corinthians that the glory of the Lord was to rest upon the children of God under the new covenant like it shone on Moses' face. As a body, we're going to get so good at cooperating if it's a teaching service, cooperating if it's a Holy Ghost meeting, uh, cooperating if it's a if it's a service where we're winning the loss, cooperating if it's a baptism, whatever the Lord wants to do, we're just going to, yes, Lord, we'll do that. Yes. Every every time we go out in the morning, we go to work. We go, Lord, today, today's the day. Where, where, where is, who do I need to lead to the Lord? Who do I need to minister to? Who do I need to pray for? I'm not going to call the pastor. I know that I'm anointed, Lord, in you. And so I'm going to go ahead and do it myself. And I don't care if I step out and fumble and mumble around and don't say what I'm supposed to say. The Holy Spirit will find the worst description of Jesus, but it's a heartfelt done job. He'll jump in the middle of the situation and go, you know what he means. And the person will go, yeah, I know what you mean. I want to receive him. 
The Holy Spirit will take the words that you speak that sound like they're out of place or not well kept or put together like some polished, polished preacher that you saw on TV and he'll get inside those words and he'll get inside of a person that's hurt and broken, who's confused about their gender, their identity, their sexuality. They're, they've got cancer in their body. They've got a disease going on. They're addicted or in bondage to some drug, tobacco. Some addiction has a hold of them. They're in a terrible marriage. Their kids are a mess and the Holy Spirit will minister through you to them. Why? Because we're full of his presence. We are walking vessels. We carry him. Come on, I've quoted it many times. Paul said what? He said, it's no longer I who lives. Did you know that we, as the body of Christ, can walk in, in, in fellowship with the Lord through every revival, through every move of His, as the generations change, as people change, in every season, we can walk in the glory and the refreshing of the Lord while being stable and continuing to mature spiritually. I am not looking for a moment. I am looking for a generational manifestation of increased glory. I will take revivals to help us stir up, but I will not give back ground after it's been taken. And that is what has happened many times. We don't do that. Amen? Amen. Well, let me give you this report. <laughs> How many love the Lord? Shoo. How many, you really do, you sense him. Not just, but on you. Isn't that amazing? I mean, think how big he is. I mean, I, you know, if I could, you know, I'd keep him to myself. I mean, if it was limited like that, I'd be like, well, you know, I could share him, but he can only be at one place at one time. So I pick me. But the Lord's like, I'm omnipresent. He'll be with you. Watch this. The Father will be with you just like he was with Jesus. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. I don't deserve it, but I receive it in the name of Jesus. All right. This is praise to God as well. If you're giving, that's how you give. And then we'll just let you, we'll dismiss and you can come up. I know it's going to create a traffic jam, but just be patient. Walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Do what you got to do, but get your, get your seed sown as you, as you need to. So last month, because we're paying off our building, actually we received another $7,200 toward the building payoff. Praise God for that. Amen. People say, why is that important? Well, when the church is 400, I'd rather do one service. 
when the church, as we continue to expand and disciple and win people to the Lord, and as ministries expand and ministries come out of this ministry, you know what I mean by that? As people, as the, as the Lord connects who he wants to connect as being a part of this ministry, and then there are other ministries that need to take place, because there are other ministries sitting in the room right now. There are other ministries that will be coming that aren't here yet. We need facility. We need, we need place to put uh, stuff so we can help people in need. We need place to put souls. Come on, to disciple souls. We need place to be able to uh, have fellowship at a large level. Not just at a park, but how about a gymnasium? Do you understand what I'm saying? And people say, why do you need all that? Because I love all the people and I want them there at once. Jesus doesn't go, oh, no, there's not enough space in heaven. He expands heaven to meet the need. Well, we can't meet in the building. Then we'll meet on the hillside. That'll be a fun for the sound crew. All right. So we paid the, the, uh, the building payment. Principal payment on that was $13.40. So we gave $85.40.52. Uh, to principal that we paid off. It paid off another 161 square feet. One square foot is paid for with $53. That's how we divided it up. Um, as of today, we've paid off 7,280 square feet. That leaves us 2,200 left. And so the building payoff uh, as of last month was 132,128.89. It's now 123,588.37. <laughs> So we are at 77% paid for now. So uh, praise God for that. Amen. And then uh, as, a, as a church, our, and we met with the board and we are giving out every month. We actually, we increased our giving. We were giving 15% uh, last year. So now we increased it to 16%. Uh, because we look to increase our giving. People say, well, we only have to give 10. Actually, there is no limit under the New Testament. I would say 10 is a good start, if you're asking me, um, biblically speaking. So we're given 16% uh, in our tithing giving last year, or last year, last month. It was $7,495. And so we're given to multiple different ministries. But basically, that boils down to um, people being saved, healed, delivered, discipled, all that good stuff. Amen. And so that was our giving for last year. So Malachi 3.10 says this, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Try me now in this, says the Lord, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. How many know that's what the promise is? So how many are givers? All right. If you're a giver, then let's say this together. Let's say this, Lord, I thank you. That since I'm a tither, since I give, you've opened the windows of heaven over me and you're pouring out blessings on me that I do not have room enough to receive. Amen. <laughs> I like that man right there. People say, oh, you're greedy. No, we're biblical. <laughs> I'm just reading the Bible, right? The more, do you know why certain groups like maybe news media or think about Coca-Cola. 
You know Coca-Cola is all over the world. Do you know why they go all over the world? Because they have the money to go. Right? How do we go into all our world? Do you know we, there were 100 people led to the Lord, just over 100 people led to the Lord in this house last year? Praise God, right? That is not near enough. I've, I've ran the statistics. You know what percentage of people actually go to church in Montana or in Billings area? 10%. Now, I know going to church doesn't make you saved. Now, there, it's closer to 50% that claim, actually, it's in the kind of mid, middle to between 40 and 45% that claim they're Christians. But I also know this, that includes or groups that are not considered Christian, that are labeled Christian by the group that's doing the, the uh, study. In other words, they're not actually born again. So how many lost people does that mean? Do you know within Billings and then the greater area around there are 160,000 people? If 10% go to church, what is that? I wonder if there's any work to be done. And guess what? The paid preachers can't do it all. We just have a, we have a call and a purpose where we're at, but you carry the gospel with you. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.